One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey everyone, welcome to day three of the How We Met series on Date Yourself Radio. If you're just joining us, all this week I've invited some of my favorite women in the podcasting space to share their story of how they met their partner. So if you haven't listened to day one or day two, make sure you scroll down on your iTunes or Scissor feed and get your fix. And if you're brand new to the Date Yourself community, a very big welcome to you. My name is Veronica Grant and I'm the host of Date Yourself Radio and the creator of the Date Yourself Challenge and the Dating Mindset Bootcamp. And I am so, so, so excited about today's guest because I actually know her pretty well. Her name is Hillary Rubin, and she was my life and business coach for almost a year. She changed both my personal life and my business, so it's really a huge honor to have her here today. I also think a lot of you are going to resonate with her How We Met story because she met her now husband in her mid-30s. She had her first kid at 43, and when she first met her husband, she wrote him off as not being her type. Sound familiar? Okay, I hope you enjoy it, and I will see you back here tomorrow with day four of the How We Met series with a prior Date Yourself Radio guest who also happens to hold the title of one of the most downloaded episodes. Enjoy! Hey, Hillary, and welcome to the How We Met series. Uh, hey there, Veronica. I am super psyched for this. I love that you're doing it because uh, these are the best stories ever, usually. I know. <laughs> I know. When I've been doing these interviews, I just have a big grin on my face the whole time because everyone loves these stories. I mean, they're just, everyone loves them. <laughs> yeah. um, I recorded my story with How I Met Stevie yesterday, and I was grinning the whole time, totally choosing it. So... I love it. <laughs> That's great. Um, so before we get to your How We Met story, tell us a little bit about who you are. Um, my audience knows that you were uh, my business and life coach for about a year. Um, so they know that about you, but they don't really know who you are. So just share a little bit about who you are, what you do. Sure. Uh, my uh, Well, I am a spiritual life and business coach. 
uh, and I'm a mentor for coaches. Uh, that's like, say the title (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, yeah, like under the hood, I just, uh, you know, going underneath that, I mean, I'm a mom, you know, I'm a mom Mm -hmm. now I'm a mompreneur. I've, I've been coaching since 2009, uh, prior to that, I was a yoga teacher for about 11 years, had a yoga DVD, traveled the world, all that stuff, and became a coach. And I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, not very employable. Uh, so a uh, lot of what who I am and what I believe is what I've experienced in my life and what I found to be true. And I truly mm-hmm. believe that those of us that are here to coach or help other people uh, in life, that we do it based on our life experience, our gifts and our strengths. It it isn't things that people teach us necessarily. It's really tuning into who we are as individuals, embracing all aspects of ourselves and then leveraging and utilizing that to make a difference on the planet and help people. So that would be a little bit of kind of what I do. And I have a coach training program called the art of becoming a coach, which is not a certification. I am not a big fan of certifications. I, And I don't believe that it's needed. However, I know a lot of people would like to have it. Uh, And I also have a podcast called The Art of Business for Coaches. So that's a little bit about me uh, as as far as my work world. You know, like what I do, what I do in the world. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Um, so let's get right into it. So you are married to a man named Asaf. So tell us a little bit about how you met him. Uh, yeah, we're, it's, it's, we're going to be married 10 years, uh, this year. It's kind of crazy. I know I'm like 10 years. What the, what? Like, where did that go? You know? Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, he actually, my husband was like, it felt like, he's like, I felt like I just met you yesterday. And I'm like, it feels like I've been living with you forever, (laughs) you know, in a good way and, and all of it. So I was a yoga teacher. That's what I did. You know, as I said before, I became a coach Mm -hmm. and I loved it and was really enthusiastic about it. And I was basically, uh, the woman who was assisting me at that time, she gave her best friend who's from Israel, um, she's Israeli and she gave her best friend for his birthday yoga classes, uh, and a mat and said, go to this woman's class. And I don't know if she was assisting me at that point or not. So, uh, I don't think she was. And so he came to my class and he was this big guy, six, one, like tattooed earrings, huge pomp glasses, <laughs> like funky dude, you know, not my kind of guy, like at mm-hmm. all. I wouldn't even, I mean, it was just visually and I might sound shallow, but I'm going to say, uh, you know, like beauty is beauty, whatever I'm attracted to. Um, and so he showed up in class and I saw this guy and I was like, all right. And I knew that he was sent there and uh, I think he was still smoking at that time too. And, and I didn't know anything about him. I basically created a whole story in my head of who he was, um, mm-hmm. which is lame, but we do that. Right. Or I did that at least. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he started getting, he got into down dog and started moving. And I went, Whoa, you know, I just noticed how he was this big dude, but he was quite graceful. And he was my student for a couple years and a private client. And, he laughed at all my jokes. 
we, uh, he laughed at all my jokes. We had a relationship based in the studio. Like we would, he would do class. And at the end of class, he would say, what are you doing for dinner? And I was living on a yoga teacher's pay, you know, mm-hmm. and um, pretty much I'd be like, ah, I didn't want to go to dinner. Sure. So he would treat me to dinner and I was like, awesome. Right. And we would laugh and then that would be it. And I would go home and that was it. And that went on for a couple of years. And so he bought me dinner for a couple of years <laughs> and, uh, was a private client cause he had some injuries and that's what I specialized in. And I had a boyfriend, you know, at, when he was around uh, a guy that I was dating or whatever, whether he was a boyfriend mm-hmm. or not, I don't even know. And, uh, yeah. And then, uh, I was single and I had some health stuff come up for me, which was really scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, he showed up immediately. Like he used to dedicate his class to me and his grandmother because of some health stuff I had. I mean, he was mm-hmm. really, really sensitive guy. So that's how I met him. So I'll kind of stop there. Cause I know there might be another question unless is it, you want me to go all into like how it all evolved? Yeah, definitely. We want, okay. we want all the juicy stuff. <laughs> okay. So, um, so here's the thing is rewind is he was in the yoga community circle. Like he did mm-hmm. teacher training. He would go to workshops and he wasn't really interested in being a teacher. He really, really dug it and was into it. And he's a martial arts guy that really fell into, you know, fell in love with yoga. And, uh, we would go to workshops and he was my student and he wouldn't even sit next to me. Like I kind of, I was a snob and I was like, oh yeah, whatever. You know, he's my student. That's cool. But like keeping, not like keeping distance. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then I remember there was a birthday party for someone and he just bought a brand new, um, not a brand new, brought a, he was new for him, an old Mustang and he brought it to class. He's like, yeah. And he's going to the birthday. And then he drove me and it was like, oh, can I take you? You know, I'm really, and I was like, all right. And I went with him and I was a snob because like, he reminded, I kept saying, like, you remind me of my ex-boyfriend. I don't know how. <laughs> But he, but my ex-boyfriend that I was with for six years that I didn't get married to, that I still was holding space. Like if nothing works out, I'll end up being with him. Card is what I held. Mm, yeah. Uh, I think a lot expired. of women can relate to that. <laughs> a lot of women. Yeah. And then it expired and he mm-hmm. got married to someone. Uh, but that's a whole nother story. What that whole thing was. And so we went to this party and he was interested in me and I could tell, and I was like, no, he's my student. No, you're not my kind of guy. Like you're tattooed. Like you remind me of my boyfriend. And he was like, what? And I just had all this baggage. We went into the party. We kind of hung out a little bit. I kind of felt weird. Like there was all this, my shit, Mm -hmm. uh, in the way. And, you know, he drove me home and that was it. And then, uh, he asked me, I don't know if he asked me to go on a date or not. I literally was treating him like a yo-yo. Like I tortured the hell out of him. <laughs> I did because I was so, um, I was like, he's not my type. He's big. He's this. I was into like the pretty, really good looking assholes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, or like it was just everything else than that he wasn't like just, I, I don't even know. I didn't even know him. And I was making up all this crap. Um, and this is, you know, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, 12 years ago, whatever we, we were dated for like a less about a year before we got married. And, um, and so how did it happen? I basically yo-yoed him back and forth. Um, I'm trying to look at, Oh, then we went on. No, I didn't yo-yo him yet. He said, okay, let's go. We went on a date and I was so nervous, which is so funny because the interesting thing is this, I wasn't just back backtracking a little bit is I wasn't really 
physically attracted to him, but mm-hmm. on a mental way I was because he was funny. He laughed at my jokes. We got along. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I was like, he's kind of geeky, but he's not really geeky. I mean, he's a, what we call a gawk. He's like a geeky jock. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you've met my husband, yeah. like, he's like, <laughs> you know, he's a good looking man. He's a super good looking man. And, uh, and one of the girls in my class who's actually, um, a student a student of mine, um, and she was in my yoga DVD and all that. And my husband helped me put my yoga DVD together, but we were already married at that point. So my brain is jumping around mommy brain a little. That's so okay. what it was is I wasn't interested in him, but this girl in my class was like, I think Asaf is hot. And I was like, really? She's like, oh yeah, he's total. He's a total catch. He's totally hot. And I'm like, wow. All of a sudden the competition made me pay attention to him. So I was like, hmm, maybe he is. And so I started paying attention to him and I, I left that out. So I'm going to be, you know, and and I don't see, call me shallow or not shallow, but it just is the way it played out. And mm-hmm. so then he said he wanted to go on a date. We went down to the music and I didn't, and I said, yeah, I'd like to go to the Basquiat show. And we went down to the Basquiat show and we started walking through the show and it was really interesting. He knew so much about art and he knew about fashion and he, and I got to know who he was as a person because I never gave him that space mm-hmm. to be who he was. And so as he started to unpack, so to speak, who he was, and I gave space for that, I went, Oh yeah, he's a, to- he's totally cool. Like, look at this, this is amazing. You know, look at all the stuff. Wow. He's really awesome. And started seeing all this crap that I was making up. And then we went for sushi after and then he said, if I kiss you right now, it's all over. Like, I remember he said that. And I, like, we kissed, and he was a good kisser, and that was cool. And then I had to get over the hurdle that he was my student and my friend, right? We had to shift yeah. gear. And that was a little tricky for me. He was sexually attracted to me, and he would probably tell a very different story. He has a different version. He's like, you had a crush mm-hmm. on me the whole time. I'm like, yeah, didn't, but okay. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I had a crush in a different way, not sexually And, and then, uh, I had to get over that whole hurdle and cross that barrier and was like, okay, he's my student and that's okay. Like it it isn't like I was, because there's that whole thing of not teach, you know, dating your students and Mm -hmm. because it's been taken advantage of and a lot of crap has gone on with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, people treat (laughs) and cheat on their husbands and wives and shit with their yoga teachers. So it wasn't that. And so basically Uh, after that we started dating and then, but then I was really yo-yoing him. Like I wasn't able to fully commit. And that's when he, I remember him getting on the phone and he was like on the phone cause I just couldn't get over this hurdle. It was this huge block for me. And I remember being at like a party with yoga teachers and all the stuff, whatever it was. And I had a whole conversation with my teacher and she was talking to me and she's like, you got to get over this and be done with it. And all my stuff was coming up. And I remember I said, he's like, I can't handle it. I'm not a yo-yo goodbye. Like, just like, don't bother me. And I said, please come to my house tonight. And he came to my house and I said, listen, I realize this is all my own stuff. I apologize all the stuff that came up and I just opened it up and his jaw was like on the ground and he looked at me and he was like, I can't believe you're actually admitting this. Like it makes you, you even that much more attractive. So we shifted gears and from that night things moved and we dated and then we, um, yeah, I mean, we had a relationship and we were dating and then I remember we were at a restaurant and I was sitting there and he said something to me in Hebrew and I didn't know what it was. 
Mm-hmm. And he literally like, proposed to me in a very bizarre way. And I said, well, what did you just say to me in Hebrew? He's like, I'm not telling you. And I remember I was like, you need to tell me, like, I don't speak the language. Mm-hmm. And what it translated to is I would have married you yesterday is what it translated. It's like, I would have married you yesterday, like basically. And mm-hmm. then was like, will you marry me? And, and then I said, well, tell me what it was. And he was really nervous. And then we got married, you know, and then we decided to get married and we did that whole thing. Uh, and there we go. Like awesome. that's it's a story. And I always wanted a story. It was like, yeah. okay, I always wanted a story. Now track back a little bit more. I remember going to a Vedic astrologer who I really mm-hmm. loved, who doesn't do astrology anymore. who was an amazing astrologer. And I went to him and I said, I really need you to do a reading. And I really like to look at this whole relationship thing. And then I remember him sitting there and saying, listen, I'm going to give you this reading and I'm going to do this thing that I don't normally do. And he said, there's this guy in your, in your world. Um, or I think this was even before I was with him. I uh, said, there's someone that's, I said, am I ever going to meet anyone? Is anyone ever going to want to marry me? Is any, you know what I mean? I'm like mm-hmm. 34. Was I 34? I was in my thirties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before. And is anyone going to ever be with me? Am I going to end up alone? You know, what is going to happen? And I remember him saying, there's a tall man who wears all black. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I didn't even know it was him, you know, until after that, yeah. like he picked up on and you know, that in your space and, and, and yes, I did online dating and all that stuff, which was, didn't work for me. And it was weird 10 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's not. But then yeah. people were like, oh, because I remember yeah. a guy in my yoga class, um, t- my yoga training was like, hey, I saw your profile on Match.com. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, you're an asshole. Like, I can't believe you just said that. And if you ever thought that anything would happen between us, it will never. Like, because you don't, like, it was so uncomfortable. I was like, oh, and thank you. Because it was embarrassing then. You know, it yeah. was still... And years ago wasn't, it, it's, it's just today is part of, it was slowly becoming part of yeah. it. So in some ways I was happy to have the story and, and I love him and he's amazing and he's the perfect match for me and I'm the perfect match for him. And, uh, and it, it gets bumpy and rocky and challenging and we have a baby now and, uh, it's intense. Yeah. It's intense. I, I love your stories. I think it's going to be really relatable to a lot of the women listening one, because you were like 33, 34 when you met Asaf. Um, uh-huh. And also because you had all of this, this story in your head about how he you can't like him because he has tattoos and he's not your type. Because uh, a lot of times, um, I mean, myself included, but a lot of the women in the Date Yourself community, you know, d- date towards their type. And if someone's like different, then we just write them off, even though yeah. they may be a really good match, just like how Stevie is for me and Asaf is for you. So I really love I really love this story. It's a great story. And I never dated Jewish guys. So the thing that was so interesting is I wasn't mm-hmm. attracted to Jewish guys. I wasn't interested in Jewish guys. I was on mm-hmm. J-Date, and it was hell. Like, I argued <laughs> with every guy. Every guy I went on a date with, like, it ended up in an argument because they were so annoyingly passive-aggressive or whatever. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, like, I cannot, like, are you, like, what am I doing? Like, J-Date mm-hmm. sucks. Match mm-hmm. sucks. They all suck. And then I end up marrying an Israeli, which is a totally <laughs> different breed um, than being with an American Jew. Yeah. And, and, and no offense, but just it is. Yeah. Um, it is. And yeah, I mean, it's it's really 
an interesting, it's been an interesting journey and for both of us, you know, cause for him, he was with an American. So he had to deal with that culture and I had to mm-hmm. deal with his culture and it was something we both had to accept. Yeah. Did you guys meet in LA? Is that where you were living yeah. then? Okay. So yeah. was he ever going to move back to Israel? Did you have to ever deal with that whole uh-huh. thing or was uh-huh. he always going to stay in LA? Well, I mean, he works in the in Hollywood and he works okay. in the film industry, so okay. he's not interested. He left there to come here to do that and pursue it. Okay. The thing is that he knows is he knew that it was never going to be an option. Like he would say to me, we've had a lot of conversations because he would say, uh, you know, I know being with you, I don't have the option to, to go and move there and live there. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm. You're a hundred percent right. <laughs> um, no, like that's, that's not, you know, it's, that's really not an option. And that was painful for him. I know that was, mm-hmm. uh, and we had to talk a lot about that. You know, mm-hmm. we're very different background. His parents are still married. His father's in his nineties. You know, he comes from a family of four. He's one of three, you know, four br- brothers, like four mm-hmm. boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's very family oriented, more normal in a sense, upbringing where, my parents were divorced. Like I'm the one who I remember when we, cause we did have to me, I believe, you know, we had, we went to a therapist to help us with some stuff like real marriage mm-hmm. real therapist. And mm-hmm. I believe therapy is great for that. Like it's the perfect thing. Mm-hmm. And we needed someone as a mediator. And I remember she said, the challenge with Hillary is she's like a rescue. So she's so cute that you're going to pet her, but you never know when she's going to bite. You know, and, and, and I, and it's funny because there's truth to that because I had a lot of abandonment issues and a lot of issues from my upbringing Mm -hmm. that he didn't experience or deal with. Right. He was kind of like, okay, and I'm dealing with all this, this whole package. And the funny thing is he likes vintage cars. So in my mind, he likes vintage cars. He's all into cars. And it gave me the, the sign that he's going to be okay with somebody who's quote high maintenance, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm more of a high maintenance. If I was, if there was a, if we look at the low maintenance to high maintenance, I'm definitely up above 50%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of like <laughs> from low to high, um, because I have an opinion and I want things that I like things a certain way. And you know, I'm not that docile. I'm just going to be quiet. You know, I, I had to realize where to put my masculine and my feminine and shift a lot of things and do a lot of, um, awareness and personal growth for me, not about Mm -hmm. him. You know, it wasn't like he needs to work on himself, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. It's more of, I have to find my way. However, together we, there was support for both of us. Yeah. Uh, not again, I, I believe a lot of men are kind of like they're, they do what they do and they are what they are and you get what you get. It's like, there isn't the layers upon layers that you get with women, you know, like mm-hmm. we are, we get stuck in perfection and fixing ourselves. And then we want to fix our partner. And at any moment, like we would have, like, he would be like, listen, I'm who I am. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you need me to change, then maybe we're not meant to be together because mm-hmm. like that's, I don't feel good about that. And it's, and vice versa. Like, yeah. you know, if you're not okay with how I am in some ways, it's like, yes, I w- I'd like to grow. However, there are areas that I can become better and improve. And then there's just areas of just the quirks of who I am, which is what you love and what you can't stand. And, and it, that cliche, you know, it's very cliche, but it's true. Yeah. The thing you love the most about someone is also the thing that we can't stand yeah. at a certain point. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah. And that's like yeah. something I teach my clients. Like you have to um, accept some, like all parts of someone, whether you like it or not, before you can actually yeah. love them. And it's the same thing when you're talking about self-love too. Um, yeah. So totally. I love that. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on to the show today to share how you met Asaf. And before I let you go, I always ask my guests um, their favorite way to treat themselves. So what is your favorite way to treat yourself? Oh, right now it's just getting some sleep um, as a new mom. Uh, you know, yeah. my favorite way to treat myself is taking space for myself and tuning in to what it is that will really bring me um, a sense of, I guess, enjoyment for me, but it's really in that place of uh, that's going to feed my soul and whether that's going to the museum, whether it's basically having like an artist date or having like a personal date with myself where I can just treat myself, whether it's a great meal by myself or sitting mm -hmm. and just, uh, going to a museum, it's usually going to be an experience, uh, going for a hike, something that's out of, you know, being in my house. That's for sure. <laughs> awesome. I love that. And where can my listeners find you if they want to um, connect or learn more about you? Sure. Uh, HillaryRubin.com. And that's H-I-L-L-A-R-Y-R-U-B-I-N.com. Uh, okay. I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. And you're on Instagram. And, Pretty active, right? Yep. Instagram <laughs> is Hillary Rubin. Totally. And then all the Instagram stories. And there's lots of good stuff there. Awesome. And at hillaryrubin.com, there's a bunch of free stuff for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that, that would be pretty much it. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much. This was, I love the story. It's such, um, I think it's going to be a great story to share with the audience. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Hey y'all, Veronica here. I am so excited to announce that the next live round of the Date Yourself Challenge is right around the corner. This challenge delivers 10 daily dates for you to have with yourself so you can start attracting the relationship you dream of into your life. Each challenge will be simple and take a few minutes to complete. If you do them, you won't be able to avoid having more fun dating and attracting higher quality men. Hundreds of women have gone through the challenge and I am blown away by their results. Women report feeling more like themselves than they have in years more confidence, and a clear vision of what their ideal relationship looks and feels like. So what does that translate to? Attracting higher quality men, going on great dates, and easily saying no to the relationships that just aren't right. And the best part, it's totally free. The next live round of the challenge starts Friday, September 9th. To join, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash date yourself challenge. After you join, you're going to get an email from me with all the info you need to succeed during the challenge. So the most important thing in that email is to join the private Facebook group that's just for all the women doing the Date Yourself Challenge. This is a safe place where you can share your daily dates, meet other like-minded women, and get support from the entire community and me. Again, the link to join is veronicagrant.com forward slash Date Yourself Challenge. I'll see you there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.